3: Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Dori Shafrir. I'm Kate Spencer.
2: And we are not experts. But we're two friends who like to talk about serums, and we're here for you.
3: We are, because this is a mini episode where you leave us your comments, questions, concerns, voicemails, emails, carrier pigeon notes, smoke signals.
2: Yeah, however you want to communicate with us. We're here for you telegraph telegraphic telepathic messages oh yeah mm.
3: um but if you want to leave us a voicemail it's 781-591-0390 and our email is forever 35 podcast at gmail.com so hit us up as Kate would say on the jeans
2: oh I like where you're going with that mm. on the jeans you have used that oh, I have yeah that is a kate <laughs> just... I did not make that up you made it up oh aren't I so charming I and adorable I, I think I winced when you said it, yeah, but you know what? You got me back by recently using the word prods I sure did. In our and episode you know what? about spring products, it felt good. That was a good one. <laughs> prods still makes me laugh. <laughs> um, speaking of prods, we have a question looking for prod recommendations. Great, let's, let's hear it. All right.
1: Hi, Kate and Dory, um, my name is Annie, I am calling from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, um, I'm calling because I have been listening to your podcast, um, I'm 28 years old, so I'm not quite 35, I'm a little on the younger end, um, you know, just getting started in my career, don't have a lot of money to spend on skincare. Um, but I, you know, I'm curious, and my question is, do you guys have any sort of recommendations or, like, a starter kit for someone that, you know, doesn't know much about skincare um, or what kind of products to use or what to use them for? Um, because, you know, as I've been listening, I've been literally binging your podcast all day, every day at work, so it's a lot of information being thrown at me, and sometimes it's a little hard to follow. Um, so, yeah, I was thinking if you guys could come up with some kind of starter kit, um, that'd be cool, with some products that I can, like, you know, start off with, that would be great. Um, cool. So, hopefully, I will get some feedback on that. Thanks. Have a good day. Bye.
2: Well, hello, Annie in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Hello, Welcome. Amish what a, country. What a beautiful place Lancaster it is. certainly is. Um, well, wouldn't it be fun to make up our own starter kit? It would be. I don't think we're... Quite there yet, but we do have. We have thought about this. Definitely thoughts on how you can make your mm-hmm. own starter kit because it is a little bit of trial and error. Yeah, and finding what you like. Um, my personal suggestion would be depending on what you want. If you're really interested in uh, a natural beauty line, check out a cure. A c u r e. You can get it online. You can get it at Whole Foods. They sell it at Target too. Target. There you go. Um, they have. They're, they're on the natural side of things and they have a really great price point.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I've, I've used a lot of their products. I really like them. And I think when it comes to kind of setting up your starter skincare routine, how simple you want to go is up to you and what you need. And if you're not having anything, you know, going on with your skin, I think you could cleanse, moisturize and put on some sunscreen. And then if you wanted to add things in, you could get a kind of balancing toner you could exfoliate with either a scrub or a um an exfoliant like the pixie glow tonic is is somewhat exfoliating that they sell that at target you could add in a vitamin c serum like the mad hippie vitamin c serum that dory uses these are all things that i think are within a reasonable starter kit price point um but i also think you could just i think sunscreen is the most important thing yeah preventatively you're trying to prevent sun damage keep your body safe Make sure you have a sunscreen. Yes. Um, I also just want to say that people love the CeraVe line, Mm -hmm. uh, but they do have parabens in their products, which some people uh, do not want to use and think you should avoid. And other people tell us, don't worry about them. So really, I would encourage you to do your own research on not just parabens, but any product Mm -hmm. you're looking into. Um, Make sure you give it a research if that's important to you. Dory, your thoughts?
3: Well, I was just, you know, you're you're 28. I was just thinking, it kind of depends a little bit on what your skincare goals are and what kind of skin you have. Like, if anti aging is a important thing for you, I would get a retinoid. Um, if your skin is especially dry, you'll want like a more a richer, more hydrating night cream, or even perhaps an
2: oil or an, an oil
3: oil. Yeah, Squalane. maybe something with hyaluronic acid in it that really kind of seals things in. Um, The Ordinary has a really good price point. And I think...
2: Available at Sephora.
3: It's available at Sephora. It's also available on their website. Great. Um, And I think they are a really good way of trying out some stuff and seeing what you like and what your skin responds to. So that's where I would start. I think the most
2: important thing is that you can really keep it Simple. You can keep it simple. You do not need, as enticing as it is to have like 50 steps and little yes. jars of things, you really don't need that much. Yeah. Um, so keep it simple. The
3: most important thing, like Kate said, is sunscreen. And I would also add taking off your makeup. Great idea.
2: You know what? I found some makeup removing wipes that I really like. Oh, yeah. That I think you could probably get at Target. They're by Honest, mm-hmm. Jessica Alba's line. I somehow like just have them at home and I've been using them. They're really nice. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. Thanks so much, Jessica Alba. (laughs) Dory, Yes. Why don't you you want to kick off this email? I would love to.
3: Hi, Kate and Dory. I'm planning a trip to California to visit one of my closest friends who gave birth about two months ago. This is her first baby, and I want to be a respectful guest while also making our visit fun and a bit of a break for her. We have traveled together in the past and are both really looking forward to spending this time together. Do you have any suggestions of self-care activities we could do together? Any other tips on how to be helpful when visiting a new mom? Her husband and parents live there as well, so I want to make sure I'm a stress reliever and not a stress
2: addition. I think just having that thought makes you a wonderful friend Mm -hmm. who's very aware of the situation you're going into.
3: Um, I was hoping you might be able to answer this as someone who has had two children. Sure. Like, can you think back to those early days and like what would have been welcome and what would have maybe seemed like it would
2: be welcome but in fact wasn't well I'm a little confused because I can't tell if you're going to visit this friend and the intention is to like help out or you're going and you guys are you're you're going to visit this friend and you're going to do fun activities together right like are you it, well it's because you said they she, you traveled together in but the past says and they, yeah. she says they want it to be a bit of a break for her so I but what I can't tell if is, is—is this person providing the break? Oh, I see. Or are they per- are they participating in the break? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, listener, first things first, I would say go into this with zero expectations because you don't know what your friend might need, what might be might be going on with their child, with their relationship, with their partner. Just be. Have zero expectations. Right.
3: And maybe don't overplan.
2: Definitely don't overplan, yeah. Because really what your friend might need is just like a friend to sit on the couch with while they feed their child. Or they might want you to hold their child while they go take a nap or take a shower. Or even like you stay like not to say like you're going to visit this friend to babysit, but like that could be it. Go offer to watch the kid one afternoon while your friend goes and does something that feels good to them. Sees a movie alone goes to a yoga class, whatever. Maybe offer to make dinner. Definitely offer to make dinner. Do la- See what, if there's stuff that needs to be done, you could, if you know your friend like likes to micromanage, maybe check in first. But if you think your friend could handle you just doing the laundry without them asking you, yeah, just say, without you do the laundry. Them, yeah. Just do it. Helping out in little ways like that. Like do the dishes after you all have dinner. That is just give them a little bit of a break. Yeah. I had a friend once I was really stressed out. This happened two times. One time a friend came over and she just cooked me eggs and it was so helpful. And another time a friend was visiting from California with her visiting her in-laws and she came over to my house, folded my laundry for me. Like we just sat there and talked and she folded my laundry. And those little things like that are so helpful. Yeah. Um, But I also think, you know, if you are participating in self-care things and your friend can take a break from their child, you know, plan whatever's in your price range, A a walk a manicure together, like a spa activity or just even like, you know. I was going to also say,
3: like, I don't know exactly where we are going in California, but if they have a service like Glam
2: Squad. Mm, Get a blowout. Get a,
3: get like, get your, get a blowout, get up, get your friend to get a manicure in their home. You know, that's one of those services where they come to you and that could be fun. And then, you know, she wouldn't have to worry about childcare and you could do that together.
2: Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I think you're you clearly are going into this really thoughtfully. Yeah. And I think just kind of assessing what your friend needs, because self-care looks different for every person. And they might literally just need you to like sit there and hang out or they might be like ready to go out for a night on the town. Yeah. so Just play it by ear. But definitely bring some sheet masks. You know, you can't go wrong. You cannot go wrong. Cannot go wrong with a sheet mask. All right. We're going to take a short break. I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 Lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com F35. That's masterclass.com F35. Kate, I
4: feel like we are like barreling into summer, Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off, honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with
2: Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say, So, Dory, we talk a lot about therapy here on Forever 35. do. And we got a really helpful voicemail that I wanted to share with our audience. Let's share it. Hi, Kate and Dory. I actually tried to leave a message um, before,
5: and I can go on and on about therapy for so long that the can cut me out. So let me try to be very succinct. Um, I love how much you guys talk about therapy. Um, I am a therapist. I'm also a third year doctoral student in clinical psychology, um, and I go to therapy myself. Um, and when listening to you guys talk about therapy, I'm always so happy um, to hear you guys talk about it um, and your experiences with it. Um, I think it takes a lot of courage, and it's um, also something that um, – I think it's changing in our society now. We talk about therapy more, and um, there's really no shame in it. Um, I just wanted to say something quickly about your recommendation that people see CBT therapists. I'm so glad that you had a good experience with CBT. CBT can be great for a lot of people. Um, I, myself, is a psychodynamic therapist, I've gone to CBT therapy, and it's been really helpful for certain things. I've also gone to psychodynamic therapy to investigate some of my more deeper um, issues, um, relationships with myself and with my parents and with um, my work. Um, and CBT therapists will argue that they they also can do that work. And psychodynamic therapists will argue that they also do the work that CBT therapists do. But the research shows, this is the most important thing that I wanted to say, the research shows that it's your relationship with a therapist that's the predictive factor for outcomes. So, not the modality of therapy, not the type of therapy the quality of that relationship and the research shows time and time again that that is the most important factor. So I'll leave it at that. Um, Everybody go to therapy if you think that you want to (laughs) and um, definitely can't recommend enough shop around. Um, It's not so much whether you go to CBT or psychodynamic therapy or any other therapy, existential therapy, I could go on and on. It's It's the fit with the therapist. So um, thank you guys so much for your podcast. It's meant so much to me and so many of my friends and have a great day. Thanks.
2: Well, that was helpful. What great advice. Yeah. That also made me, it it made me think about my therapist who I really just like. Yeah. And it was kind of like, oh yeah. Right. I just feel safe with this person. Yeah.
3: That's so important. Yeah. So I thought
2: that was really great advice from an actual therapist. Yes. Thank you. Caller yeah, therapist. Caller therapist. <laughs> Um, why don't I read this email? I would love that. Because I think you're going to have great insight here. Oh, thank you. I need your help and thoughts on how to get over a case of being emotionally manipulated and gaslit. I am a successful career woman with children and a strong, happy marriage. Last year, I started being set up for a well-deserved promotion by my new department lead, whom I had, tr- had a previous business relationship with that was positive. He built me up and we got close. And I trusted him very much. Long story short, about halfway through my working relationship with him, he started to gaslight me, insulting me, telling me I wasn't as smart as I thought I was, even though he had told me the same many times, and making me doubt my own memories and self-worth. I am not the only person he has done this with, is doing this with. Fortunately, for my sanity's sake, my body threw me into meltdown mode, and I decided to take a promotion in another department at the end of last year in order to take care of myself and get away from him. However, all is not well that ends well. I can't seem to quit him. He continues to insert himself into my life. And if I'm honest, I keep trying to let him in. And sometimes I'm even the one engaging him because I genuinely miss him, probably because I'm a victim of emotional abuse and the cycle starts all over fundamentally i think i do this because i want to convince myself i was wrong about him and i want the good memories back and then i just keep beating myself up because i should be so much smarter than to fall for this i know i need to go to therapy but any other thoughts on how i can forgive myself for falling for this so i can move on quitting my job and getting away from him is not feasible at this time Ugh. god I hate this guy I mean, just know that we don't like him.
3: We cannot stand him. I mean, I think the first thing to do is acknowledge that you, sounds like you have been the victim of a very manipulative person. This is not your fault that, that you, quote unquote, fell for it. I feel like there's a lot of, you have a lot of self-blame here. Mm-hmm. When in fact, like this is someone who, from what you say, has made a habit of doing this, is very good at doing this, this is not on you that this happens. So I think
2: that's like the first thing. Take away, if you can, the shame and the blame.
3: Yes. The other thing I would say, and I feel like we've mentioned this before, but it does sound like there's some codependency
2: happening here. The kind of coming back and wanting the person to...
3: It also sounds like he is obviously gratified by this relationship in some way and needs it to break that cycle, unfortunately, like you're going to have to be the one to walk away. Um, So I would, I know we've recommended Codependent No More, but I would, I would check out that book. I think there's also groups on codependency that might be helpful, especially since you say you have been the victim of emotional abuse. Um, So I would go there. And I think, you know, as much as you can, given that you do still work in the same company as him, try to set boundaries and I don't think it's probably not feasible for you to like block him, but to the extent that you can try to cut him out of your life. Yeah. Don't
2: interact socially. Yeah. All correspondence is profession is about work and that's it. Um, and that might, I mean, it's really hard to do this kind of stuff in a workplace and we have no idea how big or small your workplace is and what the interactions are like and the company culture. I mean, there's so many factors, but protect yourself, yeah. set up some, some things in place so that you can exist. Also, pause for a second here. Is this something this person can report to HR. Yeah, good question. You know, like go I don't again, I don't know what your HR is. Yeah, is this actionable? Yeah, that's something to consider as well. Um and I think, you know, setting yourself up so that you can thrive and not have a relationship with this person beyond whatever is expected of you at work is
3: And I would say key. also find some other allies at work. Find some other people that you can Whatever, but that you can be friends with, and whatever it is that you're getting from him, minus the manipulation and the emotional abuse, try to get that somewhere else. Good call. You know, yeah. Maybe you need that positive reinforcement that he, you know, dangles in front of you every so often. But it sounds like you could get it in in a healthier way
2: from someone else. Yeah, I'm sorry you're going through this. Yeah, sounds really tough. (sighs) You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of. Our skin as we get older, and how we treat it, and how we love it, because look, as I'm learning in my mid forties, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad; they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay, which is okay. I know. a bull on my <sighs> neck and chest.
3: All right, so we have one last email that I enjoyed. I'm going to read it. Hi, Dorian Kate. I was listening to another podcast I like, Reply All, and remember that they started a holiday slash tradition a few years ago that you two might want to consider as a part of self-care. Email Debt Forgiveness Day. It's April 30th, and the idea is that this is a day when you can respond to any email that you've been putting off, no matter how many days, weeks, or years have gone by. I know I have those emails that I meant to respond to, but then waited too long. And now it has turned into a procrastination shame spiral cycle. The idea of email debt forgiveness really appeals to me. Hope you like the idea too. Maybe a joint episode with Reply All is in your future. I love email debt forgiveness day. That's
2: such a great idea. Yes. Because I need it. Totally. Oh boy. It's like, oh yeah, there is that email that... Oh, there's (sighs) hundreds of emails like that for me.
3: That like now it's just, you feel like it would be worse to even respond. Yes. Yeah. So everyone,
2: April 30th,
3: just resurrect those emails. Oh
2: God. The thought of it gives me like, makes me almost nauseous. You don't
3: have to feel bad about That's it. That's
2: right. Cause we all do it, right? We all do it. So now we are all going to do it together. I also like that reply all just created a holiday. Like I want to create a holiday tradition. Let's do it. Okay. Okay think about that yeah let's come up with one great okay perfect well we'll get on that okay and uh, that's that's what we'll be doing when we're not making this podcast we'll talk to y'all next week bye bye